Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm seeing something. It's smiling at me. But not a friendly smile. The worst smile I've ever seen in my life. Do you see it right now? Smile. Rated R. Only in theaters September 30th. Hi, this is Joe Rooney, and this is my podcast. It's called Potterooney. Potterooney. That's the name of my podcast, and this is the very first episode, and I haven't done this before, so apologies for this very first little bit of an intro because the quality of sound may not be so good. I'm in my living room. The dog is walking around on the wooden floor. The sound of a stream that you hear in the background, that's the dishwasher washing the dishes. So, you know, it may not sound... But I'm going to sort that out. I mean, And the quality of the actual interview that I'm introducing right now is perfect. Believe me, it's absolutely beautiful. That was my dog. You hear my dog? Yeah. So uh, I'm a little excited about this. Uh, I, I had a crazy night last night. I went in to do the improv in the International. It, it, it was a cold night. There was, you know, there's about 20 people there, and I, I've got to cycle, get on a bus, bring the bike on the bus, cycle into the gig, and I do the gig, and I come back, and it's freezing cold, and it's actually snowing, and I get a puncture. So I'm on the side of the road at 1 a.m. in the morning, changing the t- the the tube in my bicycle and, and it just made me feel I, and I did it and I got on the bike and I cycled home six miles and it just made me feel like a man I really feel like a man today I really feel like I just could go out there I could I could if I didn't have a supermarket near me I could just go out there and catch a car and rip its head off and just cook it up and 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 just survive. I'm a survivor, so I am a survivor. So the uh, oh, I'm just going to introduce this podcast. Okay, so I met Stephanie Roach, and uh, she's the girl who uh, scored that wonder goal for P Mount United, which became shut up dogs, which became a, a massive. Uh, um, internet sensation, and then she got uh, nominated for the Puskas Award. She came second, but still pretty good. And I met her when I was on the show Hey Ho, Let's Go, the uh, kind of uh, musical comedy panel show. And I asked her if she'd do an interview for my podcast, and I think she thought it was going to be some big podcast that was uh, recorded in RTE because I met her in RTE, but 
you know, it's uh, it's my podcast, so she did it, she agreed to do it, she was great fun, I had a lovely interview with her, didn't just talk about the goal, because obviously that wouldn't last very long, so we talked about how she grew up and her interest in football, and you just talked about football and just talked about stuff, so I hope you enjoy this. Shut up, dogs. I was the only thing this morning for TK Maxx. I was asked to do a, they're doing like a, a charity thing where they're going to get people to bring clothes and the charities yeah. are the money's going to enable Ireland. They bring their own clothes? Yeah, they bring all clothes and, and give them the charity TK type Max. of thing. Yeah, I don't know where the clothes are going. I presume they're going to be sold and then the money's yeah. given to charity type of thing. So I just ah, done that this morning cool. and then I had to go over to the independent to talk to a guy and then I just came back over here so <laughs> it's been walking around town all day. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> no, thought it's, it earlier. No, it's grand. It's all right. It's, it's worked out the way it was because... I had been up there with that finish earlier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I said I might as well go over there and get that done and then come back yeah. rather oh, than having to do that later. I know when I got your email, I thought, oh, maybe you might want to do it earlier too. Yeah. Uh, but then I didn't, I didn't want to start messing around with it. I know, yeah. See, that. I didn't know whether you had a slot somewhere or something. So when you said half three, yeah. I was like, I'm not, not going to mess with him. I'll just do it the way he wants to do it. Anyway, ah, so. thanks for that. So cool. Were you waiting around long in town? Uh, no, no, because yeah. I finished there and had lunch with mm. my agents to say and, uh, you have my, an agent now well he's helping me out I never hate saying agent because I'm just sound like big Charlie it's <laughs> like my an agent, agent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he, I had a little a bit of lunch with him and my boyfriend's sister's kind of been helping me out as well yeah. so we had a bit of lunch and that so I did, wasn't waiting around the rant and it was great yeah right okay, cool. okay okay so it must be because I mean I things must have changed immensely yeah. in the last what in the last few months is it or is it since the actual uh, vote I think when the goal actually went viral last in 2013 was when it first yeah. started because that was like the whole of Ireland were like asking about it and wanting to know talk to me and wanting to know me more and then yeah, that yeah. all died down after about two months yeah. obviously I was on Sky Sports News and all that and then from there I was kind of not forgotten about it because it was obviously something that got so much attention if that makes sense so yeah, it wasn't then until the postcast came up it came back again it attention. just blew up again altogether yeah, yeah. even more so I'd say. definitely more so yeah because yeah. I was getting like I was obviously in France playing and I was getting calls and people coming from Brazil, Portugal, <laughs> all yeah. over the world just to speak to me. And it was just crazy. Like, it's it was a brilliant experience. Cool. That's brilliant. You, 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 yeah. You'll probably be doing ads now, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. I'm open to anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so people be. keep on asking me what I'm going to do. But, like, I haven't really thought about it. So if someone comes and says something to me, I'll say... Okay, I can consider that. You know, talk like to on my the agent. Yeah. Say, that's what you should say. I don't say. talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But that's grand. Like it's been, it's been really good. Ah, look, because it's hard to talk about money personally. I find that's why yeah. I, I, uh, I'd say I pretend I have an agent. Yeah. <laughs> and then they ring you. <laughs> they put on voice. I, I, yeah. Well, I send an email and I put a different name at the bottom. Yeah. I pretend I'm my agent. <laughs> and, uh, and so I can be really uh, forward. With uh, them. Forward about the money. Yeah, and then if they don't like the price, I'll, I'll say, oh, "Well, I'll talk to Joe because I'm not in favour of him doing it, but Joe wants to do it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to make it sound good. <laughs> yeah, it makes sound, so it makes the agent sound evil. It makes me sound nice. Yeah, you know, and that's you know. great to have him because, as I said, I just say yeah to everything. I wouldn't, 
and I'll ask the person who says no I'll be like okay I'll do it and then if he's there he can say no she's not doing that and yeah. it makes it easier for me which is good <laughs> thankfully the agent didn't find out about this interview he would have said no 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 I said it to him I, t- I told him most things I do and I said I wanted to do it so he, he doesn't mind if it's something that I want to do on myself he'll All right, just okay. say go ahead like so cool thanks yeah. so yeah, look, we met on the on the Hey Ho Let's Go set yeah and uh, that must have been unusual for you to do something like that like it's, it was a panel show with four comedians yeah it was very different I think I was only asked to do it that day I was asked at like 3 o'clock and I had to be there for 6 yeah and I was actually out shopping I had to go and get some new things to a girl <laughs> but I was out yeah. shopping with, with one of the girls and then I got the call and I was kind of saying okay I don't know what time I'm going to be finished here and then I was kind of advised that I should do it so I was just mm. like okay what is because I didn't know what it was I hadn't seen it yeah of course I'd yeah. heard about it but I hadn't Very actually seen, seen it. it like no yeah. one watches it <laughs> <laughs> it's a crown <laughs> no um, yeah they got in touch with me then I got a call to say what it was actually about that it was kind of like yeah. stuff that I would have seen before so I was like alright then and I was like, yeah, well, they do not enough funny, don't they? Because I don't want to be sitting there and not saying anything and coming across mm. stupid by being there. And they're like, no, no, do you understand it? The comedians will do that. So I was just like, all right, then I'll do it. And I was really, really kind of reluctant to do it, I think, because yeah. I was afraid. Like, I didn't want to, as I said, go in there and just be sitting there and not say anything. I know. So it was kind of one of an awkward situation, but it, it kind of went well. I think. Did it go okay all, for you? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed I it in the came end. Across well. All everyone helped me, like yourself, and then a few of the others. Al Porter's obviously a funny guy, and then yeah, he is. He's, my team were really good with me. They helped me, so it was grand. It was. Yeah, was I think good you're going to come across really well, actually, because yeah. you're not there. To, everyone knows you're not meant to be. You yeah. Know. A comedian, so and there's nothing worse than you see somebody trying to be funny. So I was like, I don't want to come across like I'm trying to say something that people will laugh at because that's oh, never, yeah. that never looks good. Like so, this is like just kind of be yourself and, and go with yeah, the flow, that and that's the right, what I've done. Like, yeah. that was the right tactic. Yeah, just yeah, be yourself. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I'd say it looked good. Yeah. yeah, I mean they cut it down. Is I don't know. He might have done an hour and a half, and they cut it down to whatever. It'd be only twenty four minutes. Yeah, so, I mean you'd be, exactly. You'd It'll get enough out of it. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, but it's only about four minutes each if you could. Divided up between the yeah. six people yeah. or something. And they're not going to be concentrating on me, really. They'd be more the comedians to be looking I at. I don't know. I mean, you've met Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> I have that claim to fame. <laughs> Ronaldo, put me on telly. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, obviously, you're renowned yourself, but... So, yeah. yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so are you from Shankill, is it? Yeah, Shankill. In Dublin, yeah. yeah. There all my life. <laughs> you, you lived there? I'm oh, still there, yeah. You live there now? Yeah. All right, yeah. And uh, both your parents from Shankill? Uh, no, my mum is actually from Newcastle and Wicklow. And mm. my dad is from uh, Fox Rock. Well, he says Fox Rock's trying to be posh, but it's Connell's Court, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lives just in St. Bridges Park there, so it's it's kind of... Right, yeah. They just kind of went... In the middle Fox of Shank Hill, so yeah, yeah, we'll say we'll go with Fox. Go Rock. Fox Rock. <laughs> yeah, we'll edit out that bit. <laughs> yeah, so they just kind of yeah. they found the house in Shank Hill and it's obviously in between both, so they went for there. Yeah, and are they both in football in families? Um, well, apparently my mum played when she was younger, and her sister yeah. was really good as well. So yeah, they reckon I get it from her side because my dad will tell you himself he can't kick snow, kick snow off a rope like yeah. he's not a good footballer, but he is a football man. He likes he used to coach and all when we were younger, and then he's right. into that side of things. So yeah, he's a big influence on me like he comes to all my games and stuff like that and is always there so mm. he's obviously delighted with the attention that I've got over the last few years after putting so much into it so it's been yeah. he's delighted like bringing your kids to matches my son played for a while up till about 11 Yeah, and going to them matches uh, much better than going to any 
football match. Yeah, you just yeah. are so involved emotionally. Yeah, that's know. it. My dad, like yeah. people will tell you, he gets very involved in my matches. And like even after the games, we've had so many arguments about football. Like he'd be like, "Why didn't you do this?" I'm like, "Shut up!" You know what I mean? You know, like on the way, we just have arguments over, it and then yeah, obviously I'll be forgotten about it a few hours later. But like, yeah, it's, it's we're very passionate about it, so we definitely be having a lot of arguments. But as I said, we'd always kiss and make up. But y- yeah, he's, he's very passionate about it as much as me. Yeah. And I am it, pretty much. Was, was it football that you always wanted? Was there other sports you did as well? No, to be honest, it was always football. I mean, when I was in school, in secondary school in particular, they tried to get me to play basketball. And I played the odd time because I was, I was tall and they always wanted me to play. Mm. So I'd go and play the odd time. But if there's ever a football match on or I had trained or anything, I just, I'd tell them I can't go. I remember, yeah. like, the coach, Mr. Jennings, it was at the time, he used to, I was like, oh, come on, come on, play with us. We need a few players and all. And I was like, I can't have football. But I liked playing basketball, but football was always first. Yeah. It was always my main focus. And I, I, I used to, I was just playing the street with the lads and, and then be going off playing with teams and stuff like that, the older I got then what, what age did you start playing in a team then? Um, I was 11 when I started playing for a team I went mm. as I said I used to play in the street with all of my friends like and who are mainly boys because none of the girls play football only me <laughs> I was a little yeah. tomboy running around but uh, yeah. yeah one of the guys who I played with on the street he played with uh, Bellevue Shankill a few of them actually played in the team so that made me it easy for me because it was an all right. boys team and I ended up being the only girl in the DDSL at the time so it was great to have like my friends around and be able to play with them in the team so as you well. were the only girl in the team yeah and yeah. in the league in the whole league there was no other oh, girls in the whole league I think uh, I played one and a half season because of the age thing it's at 12 you can't you can't play with the boys it's, oh, it was 12 right. and I played now I think it's 13 but uh, I played one and a half seasons I think there was a girl in the half season I played the following year so mm. it was kind of growing more that girls were playing with the boys but uh, the league I was in there was no other girl <laughs> yeah and then what happens then uh, is there a was there a girls league yeah. you could switch to at the time why I didn't start playing football was because I didn't know of any girls teams in the area and yeah. it wasn't until I played with Bellevue and Shankill that a uh, manager from Cabin Teeley seeing me play because he mm. used to come up to the it was in RN sorry um, Tyrrell's and in Shankill so he used to mm. come up and watch the matches and he came up and asked me if I'd like to go and play for Cabin Teeley they had a girls team so I went from Bellevue to Cabin Teeley then I was able to play there and mm. I played for a few other teams along the way and then I went to P-Mount and yeah, the rest as they say is history yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. so have you brothers and sisters yeah I've got two brothers and one sister I'm uh, the baby as well so. oh are you yeah. <laughs> do they play football as well uh, yeah well my two brothers are quite good um, yeah. they never played now at a high level they kind of just play for fun more than anything but mm. uh, my brother Eric reckons I get my talent for him, from him but uh, my <laughs> other brother is left footed so he reckons I'm the same as him so I got my left foot from him <laughs> yeah right yeah. that's an advantage I'd say you're two footed uh, as well well I remember Eric my oldest brother used to always tell me to work on my right foot because Mm. it used to be just for standing on but I've, I've started to use it a lot in the last few years and, mm. and tried to practice on it a bit but I am predominantly left footed and yeah. as anyone knows anyone who is left footed usually are just left footed so right. it's, 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 it's obviously a good a it's good more dominant than say a right footed yeah. person would be I think so because there's not many left people out there left side or left footed yeah. people so it's it's more unusual but um, yeah. I've, I've done quite well yeah, I think no matter what well. foot I am but, uh, <laughs> I don't get to the decisive matter or decisive thing in football or what foot you use but it's right. it's kind of it's yeah. good to be left footed <laughs> Yeah, of course. Well, so I'm going to say because I'm left footed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, my son is left handed but right footed. I'm the opposite, I'm right handed and left footed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And people always think it's weird. They're like, what? Why? It's like, I don't know. It just yeah. worked out that way. And I think uh, Danny would use his right, his left handed to right, but I think he'd use his right hand if it was to a tennis racket or something like to that. To hold something. Yeah, yeah, to hit something. Yeah, that's strange, actually. I'd, I'd use my right hand now for, for everything for writing or for. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, you, you uh, 
Are you playing in France now? I'm not. I came back from France at Christmas, so I'm hoping to try to get away again now. And mm. there was talk of me maybe staying here, just depending on, on how it works. Obviously, as I said before, women's football isn't really mm. that high well paying, so I had to try mm. and weigh up my options as to whether I can get a job yeah. and play. Is it, or is, it wasn't it wasn't professional payment? No, it's amateur no, in Ireland. Amateur. It's not professional in Ireland now at all. What were so. you working at? I at the time when I played for payment, I was actually doing a course. Uh, it's called Project Futsal. It's uh, futsal. It's, the, the it's actually softball. Yeah, yeah. We only play futsal once a week. It was more of a football course. Like it was actually I don't know what do you call the Project Futsal because it isn't really, but uh, mm. it's like a. The VEC run it along with the FAI and yeah. the Fingal County Council, so it was just like a a way of me being able to train full time and mm. get a sports and recreation kind of. I got it at a FITAC level for whatever I think it was, but I kind of only went to do it so I could train full time and and mm. be paid and then be able to concentrate on my football. But mm. obviously, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that forever, so it was kind of when I got the option to go to France, then I just said I'd go. And, and that was professional. Yeah, that was professional. Yeah. What part of France were you? I was in um, Albi, the south of France. Yeah. So yeah, it was nice. It was a good experience, but um, the language barrier proved very difficult near the yeah. end. So I decided to um, to come home at Christmas and, and try focus on getting some. Else. Yeah, uh, uh, pretty lonely, I'd say, is it? It was okay because, uh, like, as I said before, my dad's a huge supporter of me, so he came over quite a bit. Like, he came over yeah. to my home games and I had my own apartment over there, so they were able to come over and stay with me. So it was just basically the flight they had to get, which wasn't expensive at Ryanair, it was just it was 50 euro flight. So my oh. dad and my brother came over quite a bit. And then my boyfriend, Dean, who played for Bray last season, he finished his season in October, he came over then in November for two weeks. So it could be, I had people there at me all the time, it was more so the whole language barrier that was the biggest problem it wasn't yeah. really the I wasn't I'm not the person to get homesick to be honest with you right okay, okay <laughs> I don't so. like my family that much <laughs> it's terrible isn't it yeah no football the first time exactly no I go I do gigs and uh, I don't I don't even miss you know yeah I'm sure I your family would be happy to see you saying that <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't love us well, I do I know but I, if I'm like I could be away on my own doing gigs and uh, all day I'd be on my own and the yeah. only time I meet people is when I go into the club and I'm backstage and yeah. I talk to a few comedians and I go on stage and there's a few hundred people maybe whatever and then I'll go back to the hotel on my own and I'm happy with that yeah yeah you know yeah. as long as you're kept busy I think you're okay you don't, if you don't have time to think about what's like when I was away it was more so when I came home and trained I'd be sitting there on my own maybe I'd get a little bit but I'd be kept busy most of the time so it never really hit me that like I missed home around you know like on the you way so something you really love yeah exactly that's it yeah. I, was, I was okay with it you can rain people yeah <laughs> sometimes it's great to get away actually. yeah mm. So, uh, so it must be hard then to to uh, get. Pro- Did you think that you were ever going to be professional? Is that was that a definite aim? Um, it was that something was that I always thought about. Yeah, I think obviously growing up, I think my number one aim was to play for Ireland, and mm. I've been lucky enough to be able to do that. I've played for the seniors. I've got thirty five caps, so I've done quite well there. And I just think with playing international football, I wanted to try and get better and better. And mm. I think the next step was to try go and play professionally. So it was always something that I wanted to do. But mm. As I said, it was something that I kind of had to consider all all options because like I'm I'm not old I'm 25 now, but I kind of have never really had a proper job. So I was thinking, right, I need to start making money and yeah, and be able to look after myself as well as play football. So yeah. as I said, when I was offered a contract to go and play and, and I was getting paid to do it, I wasn't getting paid loads. Don't, don't like I was only yeah. getting a little bit, but enough to get by type of thing. So I said I'd go and do it. And as I said, now right now I'm 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 still looking to try going. I want to keep playing professionally for as How long as I can. How many leagues would it be that are professional? Like um, all over Europe, all the year. Like, there's quite Spain, a few, yeah. Germany. There's like, well, America is one of the top leagues. Then there's mm. Sweden, Germany, mm. Norway, Iceland, 
Um, oh, Iceland, yeah. yeah, Iceland have a good league. Yeah. Um, mm. There's a few, there's a few around Europe. Like, but it's just women's football is growing and growing. I don't, yeah. A lot of people won't, won't know a lot about women's football, but it is getting so much better. England yeah. obviously have a professional league as well, so yeah. it's getting there. Wasn't I think there Ireland. Irish girl playing for Arsenal. There's a few Irish girls over there. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, Emma Byrne, who's the goalkeeper for, for the Irish team. Neve Fahey, Yvonne Tracy was playing there. Kira Grant. There's been a few over the last mm. few years, and there's a few girls. Uh, one of the girls who plays with me, well, who I had played with. In Piedmont, Daniel Gorman and Julianne Russell, they played in Doncaster as well. So there's been a few who have gone over, but yeah. it's it's getting bigger. I think a lot of the girls in Ireland want to go play professionally now, and yeah. and hopefully in the next few years they might even have a professional league here because that'll be something I'd love to be able to be a part of to kind of see professional women's football here yeah. in Ireland. But we're a long way off just yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was interesting though that you're saying that you played on the streets like up to about eleven because that's kind of a controversy now that you know that there's not as much skill in the game, isn't it? Yeah. Because the Kids are getting straight into teams straight away, and they're there's no kind of street style. Yeah, yeah, know? I've heard that. I've heard. Cause remember Wayne Rooney done the the street soccer soccer team was on Sky One or something. Yeah, I saw it? that. Yeah. And like that kind of brought back a little bit of an element. I think there is a lot of talk because I remember like I'd be out on the street and I'd be practicing skills and and doing things with the lads that I wouldn't do if I went to a team. So I think it definitely does yeah. help. I think. People I mean, who the have, goal you're famous for. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of thing that you do on the street. And that's like, I'm saying that I would be able to do that on the street. But. I was actually talking to someone because in my estate yeah. in Shankill, there's like a around the corner from us, it's like two walls that face each other, and we painted. Sorry, we know we shouldn't be painting on walls, but we paint the goalposts up on them. And I remember we I used to go out and stand in the middle of the road, and I kick the ball off one wall take a touch turn and hit it off the other one and, and I only thought about it after the goal I was kind of Jesus it could have been all that practice with doing that that I, think that I got yeah. the actual goal from but like, it's things like that that I think young people should be doing no, now because like, yeah, once you go past a certain age you're not going to learn those skills yeah. it's too late to learn them yeah. I think if you're after I think with that type of thing I think it comes naturally to players as well so if they're in the street they'll do it naturally whereas if they go to a club and they're told to do this do that they're going to just do what they're told rather than think Oh, I'm going to try something here because I'm not going to think mm. of trying it with a team when they're being taught what to do so definitely I think mm. me playing in the street I was able to kind of try things myself rather than being taught what to do if that makes sense yeah, that's, that's, I, yeah, that's definitely a mean. factor in, I, think. I always find it really weird when you know when some a player does something fancy uh, who was they were saying Rosicki recently he did it a couple of times during a match where he looked one way and passed the ball the other way yeah. and the commentators are going ooh other professionals don't like that because it looks like you're making a fool out of them and you're going but that's what a crowd wants to see. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, do you agree? Like, you know, no, I mean, if I, you try something fancy, uh, what do the other players get really angry? Would, yeah. That's that's just, I think that's a stupid comment because I think yeah. if the player gets nutmeg, they're not going to like that as being embarrassed. But it's a way of getting past your opponents. So you're going to try to do it anyway. Yeah. So I think I think any team, obviously you don't want to be on sportsmanship or anything like that. But uh, I think no, that's I think anybody who plays football will try to do something to to beat the opponent well, like, no matter what they have to do obviously you want to stay within the rules of the game but uh, yeah, no, but I, mean, I think that's just a bit of so, flair like what George yeah. Best done where he seemed to make fools out of defenders yeah. but sure the crowds loved it exactly yeah <laughs> and it's, it's what he's famous for he's a fantastic player and same with Messi and Ronaldo you see them they go by players that they're not there and you can't say they're, yeah. made, they're embarrassing the player. Well, they are embarrassing the players sometimes you end up in their arse but uh, I think no I think that little thing with the fake pass Henri used to do it as well I think didn't he yeah. a few players have done it over the years I think it's just as you say kids love it you see kids out trying to practice it then as yeah. well so it's just something that, that brings another flair when to I was the playing football, I never played with a team just played school or yeah. played on the street or whatever you'd always try and or a fancy goal rather than just a normal yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. You'll be trying different things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, so, and it's what you want to see, isn't it? Like so people like Zidane and 
things like that you know yeah yeah exactly it's it just brings an added flair to the game and I think TV loves it as well because it's it's something that they're able to show over and over like you see soccer yeah, and do the, the best bits and stuff like that they'd be showing oh, yeah, it over yeah, and yeah, over yeah, again yeah. so it is something that as I said people want to see so I wouldn't see it as a way of embarrassing your opponent I just think it's it's football and it comes with the, with the game nowadays yeah 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 and I also find it really annoying when they go over the top like I think it's 10 years or something since uh, Cantona did the Kung Fu game. yeah and I was listening to the to a commentary on it and they were so over the top about he should be banned from the game again. and never play again and you always think well look a bit of a genius and if you most geniuses have a bit of a the streak of madness a mad streak <laughs> yeah yeah and you know they, I don't think people realise the adrenaline is the, what it does to you you yeah. can be a very quiet person off the pitch I'm talking now as if I'm a professional yeah no no I know what you mean no I know what you <laughs> well, mean well maybe I'm thinking of it maybe it's stand up I could be a very quiet person yeah but when you go on stage the adrenaline you're a total different you're person you're a different almost, person yeah. you know and if someone heckles I just rip into them I wouldn't even say boo to a goose off stage yeah. you know what I mean no I know, I, know. But, I think you're right there I think I've, obviously I know it's 10 years since the canton I think it was last week wasn't it or a few days ago Yeah, but it is it, like obviously he shouldn't have gone kung fu kicking somebody in the crowd but if you're coming off a pitch and someone's screaming and shouting at you you're going to lose the head like it's something that yeah is, and he was being racist or I mean, he was talking about his mother or something. Yeah, he said yeah. something bad, didn't he? Yeah. Did. Like, he wouldn't jump in the crowd and kick somebody as he just said, oh, hey, Cantona. And it was obviously something well, that got on his nerves. What he actually said, he said, was, hey, Mr. Cantona, it's an early bath for you. But actually, I'm sure that's not what he said. Oh, God, no. <laughs> If he had said that now, it would have been... I'm yeah. sure he wouldn't have went near him, but it had to have been something to ride him up. And as you said, coming off a pitch, you're going to be your adrenaline's going to be up through the roof. Like so, it's yeah. just it, football's a very passionate game as well. Like I know, whatever level you're playing, I I go out and watch the Leinster Senior League match, and you see people killing each other because they want to win the game, and that's just the way it is. And obviously, he had a lot of passion and adrenaline yeah. coming off the pitch. He wasn't happy, and then for somebody to say something which I heard was about his mother or something, all right, it yeah. was. I can't your imagine it was French whore. I think something apparently what he said something bad. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah. He's bound to lose the head. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> Maybe he, as a professional, he needs to handle himself better. But, uh, yeah, but these look, things he's happen. Brilliant. He's brilliant. <laughs> we can excuse set. him exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this is still on because the, the screen went blank. Oh no, I'm missing it all. Harry. <laughs> Does that mean it's, I'm sure it's still it is still recording. Okay. You know the way the screen goes blank. I don't want to touch on. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> yeah. So uh, has that ever happened to you? Any? Have you lost the head? <laughs> um, no, anyone, I think anyone who knows me knows that I'm I'm quite a, a calm person. I can be very moany when I want to be, but uh, yeah. I have lost the head in the pitch a few times, but I'd never go, I'd never try intentionally hurting someone uh, yeah, I'm playing yeah, against yeah. around like that. I'd just be kind of like, maybe words would be said kind of thing rather than, than me going yeah. off and kicking them. And I have got like maybe if someone because I've I play up front and I be a bit of a flare like I try to do things as you say to embarrass players maybe right, so yeah. I do get players trying to kick me the odd time and, and there'll be times where maybe I'd retaliate a little bit and maybe kick them back but it wouldn't be anything that I wanted to seriously injure them for it would just be kind of like a good hard tackle more yeah. than anything like I've never really Let, letting them know you're there yeah exactly so. I've never been sent off or anything I'm probably getting sent off in the next <laughs> hour and I'm actually something now but I've never been sent off or done anything ridiculously bad so yeah but it does tempers do flare in different games yeah, yeah, and that's just the way it goes <laughs> yeah no of course it happens yeah so how so basically what's happening you're you're playing away for P-Mount and then this this goal is recorded but was the whole match recorded by yeah, the way yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just thought maybe they just by chance caught that <laughs> she's that would have been special <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah the whole match was recorded yeah 
And so then, it, did it immediately start going viral? Or? Um, yeah, well, my manager, Eileen Gleeson at the time, got the clip off. It was John yeah. Flood, the ma- Wexford manager who recorded it, and he got the clip off. Or sorry, Eileen got the clip off him, and, hmm. and it took her a while to edit it and get it. She had never had a video on YouTube ranked. This was her hmm. first video on YouTube, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. So she got it up, I think it was the week after the game, and it was put up, and... The day after, I think extratime.ie who look after the women's game here in Ireland, they do a bit on the the, the Irish league here as well. So mm. they put it up and tweeted to a few people, and then it just caught on like it was crazy because like the likes of Matt Letizia, Gary Lineker, yeah. Ben Shepherd, uh, Ollie Holt, who's like a big journalist in, in England mm. as well. There's just so many people who were talking about it, and it just, yeah, well, just went re- crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's was, a real Letizia type goal, actually. Yeah, and that's what everyone was saying. I think that's why somebody sent it to him. They were like, oh. This is like Letizia esque type of thing, like, and I just got, I just got a lot of, a lot of good reports and, yeah, a lot of good media, and everybody seemed to like it. And then, as I so said, that, I presume the first time it went viral, well, you thought it'll just go viral for a while, and yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think yeah. I just wanted at the time try promote women's football. I was delighted yeah. that it was kind of putting it in the spotlight because anyone who knows me knows even guys who I talk to, I talk about women's football and explain because like I, I know lads all my life talk about. Actually, women can't play football, you know. And I take the banter. I don't care. Like I kind of would go along with it. But it was nice for me to be able to say, "Okay, well, look at this goal. This is scored in the women's game, and, and see if you can do a type of thing." You know, like yeah, on the way, yeah. it was a way of me being able to promote the women's game. Well, and well, football is a game of skill, and it doesn't take you know and that's it, and strength it, to, to exactly. Be and, and I think that's like football people seeing that and and obviously um, thought that it was worthy of, of kind of talking about and, and showing on yeah. it was on Sky Sports News and that as well so it was just it was a great a great time of me, me and for me and, and a great chance for me to promote yeah. the Women's League here in Ireland and I think it, got, it did open a lot of people's eyes as to what women can do in football so yeah. it was nice and then when it, it must have died down and then the Postcast Award came yeah the, and come on sorry, sorry. <laughs> jumping across what, was that a, kind of viral as well was it like cause it was a public vote yeah. So, but what, who who put it forward for the vote? Nobody puts it forward. See what it's it's, what happens is it's like a top ten first of all, and yeah. how it comes up is just that there's like I think there's like obviously like a panel of officials who would look at all the goals that have been scored, and mm. I think obviously my goal going viral and being on Twitter and Facebook, somebody from FIFA obviously seen it and thought, mm. okay, just this is worthy of getting in there. Yeah. So I don't know what the process was for the top ten, but it was picked for the top ten. And sorry, excuse me. Then yeah. it been, then it becomes a public vote and. Like yeah. when I got into the top 10, I was just like, Jesus, what's going on here? You know, I kind of like, I got the yeah. tweet about it and it was just mental. Yeah. And then we kind of got a little campaign going with the FEI, Jerry McDermott and the FEI helped me out getting a campaign going to try yeah. like Steph for Puskas type of thing. Like, and yeah. when it got to the top three, like I was saying all along when it was in the top 10, Jesus, it'd be great to be able to just go to the awards. Like, whatever, if I don't win it. But then it got mm. to the top three then and it was just, it was surreal. Like, because I was mm. like, just I'm going to go into the Ballon d'Or Awards here. I'm going to see all these players. And then, it got so big that I was kind of thinking, Jesus, I can win this. Like, I yeah. could go and win this. Like, it got so big with all the support that I was getting from everywhere. Like, it was just crazy. Were and you uh, lying about just thinking of getting the uh, prize yeah. and making a speech? It was crazy because, <laughs> yeah. like, actually, I never thought about a speech or like that. And someone mm. in the FEI, I think it was Jerry McDermott, someone said to me, you should uh, maybe prepare a speech. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is getting very real all of a sudden. And I kind of imagine I have to get up and do a speech. And, and I wrote a couple of words, but I kind of, I didn't want to have it wrote down too much because I'd be probably end up stuttering and forgetting what I had wrote down. So yeah, I just kind of yeah. yeah. had it in my head what I would have said if I had a one. Yeah. And then obviously in the end, it wasn't needed. But <laughs> yeah. no, it was a brilliant experience and yeah. to be able to go and, and to say that I was probably, I'm the only Irish person to ever have gone to the Ballon d'Or Awards. And oh, we never know. I mean, hopefully now in the next year, someone or another Irish person might get to go. But uh, mm. it was just an amazing achievement but for me and my family. How does it feel then to be like going out playing 
from week to week when does that kind of turn your head a bit or you know, um, it... no I think I kind of like I know I have my, my feet on the ground I know that yeah. like something I was lucky for that to happen to me obviously I wasn't lucky mm. with the goal it was a great goal but for it to be captured it was lucky with there being never really being cameras at the games in the first place yeah yeah like I know that I was lucky enough to get that and I know that I still have a lot more to do in football before I can say that I'm the complete player Like, so right. I want to continue to do well and that's why I said I want to play professionally for as long as I can because I want to yeah. be out to say in years time yeah I was picked for a postcast award but I've also played here yeah. there and everywhere and I've done well so I want to keep improving as a player seen. exactly yeah. yeah that's your good player so what are you going to do what are your plans now for the future with um, right now it's kind of up in the air I'm hoping to get away again I want to as I said and I'll keep on saying I'll keep playing professionally for as long yeah. as I can but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. right now there's nothing really confirmed but uh, I'm hoping to get away again and, and hopefully do well yeah well good luck with that anyway hopefully now thanks for coming in and talking to me no problem because you're my first interviewee oh really oh, okay. yeah well I did I did interviews before on TG4 but yeah. uh, I was a character <laughs> I had a wig and a moustache on and I was this character called Felica Scully and it was kind of half Irish half English oh. I don't really speak Irish that well so I had to kind of bluff it yeah make your own words up like <laughs> yeah so yeah I'd make up Irish then it was so uh, a cup of coffee be cup on co- coffee gee or something <laughs> anyway yeah. <laughs> but yeah I interviewed I interviewed Ronnie Drew and it's funny I interviewed Ryan Drew for ages and it was only meant to be for about five minutes the interview yeah. but I think he thought I was a real person he didn't think he forgot he didn't I cop was, on I yeah. <laughs> having a normal chat he which was like the best interview a crack I've had in years <laughs> and, um, and then I met him another time at a, a charity gig for the tsunami and I, said, I was backstage and I said oh do you remember you? I met you before you, you interviewed me and uh, he said, oh, I don't remember that. No, I, was, no, I said, I was wearing a wig and a moustache. And he's going, no, no, I don't remember that. And then he says, oh, I think I do. And, said, and I'd said to him, Alistair, if you don't remember, it's grand. And he went, look, if I said I remember, I do remember. He got really ignorant. <laughs> real, real thick with you. Like, <laughs> he's come, come across that, doesn't he? He comes across, like, obviously, <laughs> when he was doing his music. And all. I remember, it was, like, I, I actually liked the Dubliners. I used to listen to them yeah. I remember there's one song... Uh, Dicey Roy I think it's called yeah and he, 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 the start of the song is you hear someone clapping and you just hear him going no no I'll tell you when to clap type of thing and I'll I was like yeah it. exactly that's <laughs> like, I didn't want to try to put on the accent because I can't pull it no, off no if but you <laughs> could do that then there'd be uh, you'd need to drug test yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe check if him out like <laughs> yeah no I met I did another actually funny enough I interviewed him another time for TV3 and we were down in the palace bar and some fella came up to him and went Ronnie Drew how are you just pleased to meet you and he shook his hand and Ronnie goes, you're going to break me bleeding fingers, are you? <laughs> Grumpy. Hanging out of him, yeah. But good fella. Yeah. And I love the, you love the Dubliners, yeah? Yeah, I do. I love Irish music. Oh, I yeah, Dubliners. brilliant. I do a bit of that in me act. Do you, yeah? Take the piss. I take the piss but I, of kind of Dubliners type music. But I mean, when you say you take the piss, it's because you really like it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have started I just do stuff about them. Dubliners doing all filthy dirty songs <laughs> here's a song about a dirty old whore he'd ride you for a lump of coal <laughs> yeah so uh, there you go uh, so listen yeah thanks a million for coming no in no problem at it's my pleasure Yeah, so that was the interview with Stephanie. I hope you liked that. She's a nice girl. We had, you know, it was good, good fun, you know. So, uh, 
I enjoyed that. Uh, the next interview I have is with Patrick McDonnell. If you don't know who he is, he's Owen McLeod from Father Ted. He's been in The Savage Eye. He's been in Naked Camera. And, uh, yeah, he's just a really great comedian. I think he doesn't get enough praise, really, to be honest. Uh, I've worked with him a lot uh, because of the Father Ted connection, so we end up working together a good bit. We had a big, long conversation. We got a bit bitchy about other comedians. So if you are a comedian and you want to know if we bitched about you, listen. If you're not a comedian and just want to hear two comedians bitching about other comedians, there's a little section in there. It's not the whole thing, but um, that's something to look forward to. And uh, in the next few weeks, I'm going to be interviewing on Monday as well. I'm actually heading off to uh, America to do some gigs in uh, Boston, um, in Toronto and Canada as well, and down in New York and Pittsburgh. So it just so happens Monday's doing a gig over in New York uh, to launch his new album while I'm over there. So I'm going to have arranged to uh, meet up with him. Uh, hopefully I can get an interview with him when I'm over there. If not, I'll get it when, I, when he comes back, but I can't wait to hear. I've actually heard his new album when I was over in New York uh, in September when we're driving from Boston down to New York and I was like oh, this album is brilliant so um, yeah it's really really good really good stuff so I can't wait to have a chat with him okay well I hope you enjoyed that there'll be a lot more uh, uh, interviews coming up I'm hopefully going to put in a few sketches as well a bit of music and uh, welcome to Potteroonie something it's smiling at me but not a friendly smile the worst smile i've ever seen in my life do you see it right now smile rated r only in theater september 30th